Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Hello. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> nice, thanks. It's okay, I only spilled that a little bit on my desk. Oh, solid. Um, I'm celebrating you today, Brenna. Oh! The only way I know how. Thank you. A pineapple drink. <laughs> I'm celebrating your demise. Thank you. I have a uh, pomegranate ginger drink. Um, you know, I don't know Ooh. if I've mentioned this, but my sister has now developed a pineapple uh, intolerance. Oh, wow. Yeah, You're uh, a bad everyone influence. Everyone remembers Terry. She was featured on the podcast. She got married. Um, oh, yes. And she, our first and probably only guest for like a very long time. Um, may- maybe someday we'll do yeah. guests, but that was like just kind of a happy accident. Um, she, uh, she had like a pineapple like garnish on a beverage when she was out with some friends and she like developed like a hive by her mouth. And she was kind of like, oh, huh, weird. And then it happened again. And she had pineapple, like, uh, like a pineapple drink. And she was like, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. Because, <laughs> yeah, I've told her, I've talked to her off about, like, um, my pineapple allergy. And the thing with food allergies is usually the reaction only gets worse the more times you have it. Yeah. Your body's and you like, never why know this... which one is going to send you into anaphylactic shock. Right. So like, and, and your body's stop. just like, why is this germ still in here? It's like, it's not that. It's like, flood the gates. I, I just, I love, I think I've said this over, but I love allergies. They're trying so hard to keep you alive. Your body, your cells, that it kills you. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, thanks, bodies. What have you been reading? Me? Yeah. What have I been reading? Yeah. Um, well, uh, a peek behind the curtain, we're doing a double today, so I'm going to share with you the first book. Cool. I, I also read. have two books. I am going right. to take one. Oh, we're so good. All right. So, I read what is probably one of my top favorite comics. Oh. Um. A reread or just, like, first read? Um, I mean, I kind of read some of it, but I, I'm, I sat down and like went through the whole, cause I've got, um, it, it's, you know, like a, a, a collection. Or, okay. What do they call that? Like, like volumes? Trade. Yeah. Yeah. Like a volume. And it's Beasts of Burden and it's Animal Rights is the name of the collection. Ooh. And it's uh, written by Evan Dorkin and illustrated by Jill Thompson. Oh. Yeah. I know Jill Thompson. Okay. Yeah, love Jill Thompson. So basically, it's about um, it's kind of it, it's not it's not for kids, um, but I think if you uh, like warrior cats and if you can handle warrior cats, I think you'd really dig it because yeah. it's basically a bunch of house pets dealing with the occult. I've and like I've supernatural. Heard of this yeah, it's so good. I the art is gorgeous. It's about animals. It's got creepy things like mm-hmm. oh it's everything i love in a story we always link to story graph um not sponsored when we share our books that we always have the books in the description mm-hmm. so um if you are interested uh you can always look at the uh, content warnings or trigger warnings yes yes please there. you know yeah especially if you're not into gore or animal death like there's yeah. a lot of animal death in the here ni- the um, nice thing about story graph it is user submitted so like and it also has like a a ranking system of like explicit moderate and mild so or i think moderate mild yeah, yeah. so but like yeah i've heard i have heard of the series that's beautiful just 
the most beautiful illustrations. Like, Jill, Jill Thompson's watercolor art. Mm-hmm. So good. Like, oh my goodness. It's... Uh, and it's spooky. And I just... I, I can't say... I love it. It's got spooky. swearing pets. Pets that swear. Uh, ghosts. <laughs> like, my pet, my pet would swear. It's so, so it's good. very realistic. Oh, mine swears at me every day with her eyes. Okay. This actually wasn't... I Okay, quick story. I know I have to say okay. that I'm reading... Uh, I'm really happy you got to sit down and reread that. Now I'm going to add that to my to-read list. But, um... Yeah. I, mm-hmm. uh, Dash had a vet appointment this past week. Oh, uh, for right. those who don't know, I have a leopard gecko as well as a cat. I don't talk about the leopard gecko as much because Dash kind of hates me. Um, he, he's, he's a, uh, I, he's a rehomed, uh, gecko and, um, First person that owned him, like, they handled him when he was little, but he, they didn't handle him throughout his life, so he does not like being touched, because mm-hmm. um, leopard goats have to be, like, trained to tolerate being handled. Um, yeah. And so I don't handle him unless it's an emergency. Um, like, when there was a tornado and I threw him in his Tupperware container and ran. <laughs> we, we had a tornado warning a couple weeks back, and so we had two cat carriers, a Tupperware with a lizard, and we went down to our garage basement, because that was the only place we could think to go other people were there that too, sounds so like a fun thought time. it was probably the best choice um anyway yeah uh dash had a vet appointment um and i was like kind of nervous because the last two times i i brought him in for his, his yearly checkup he's had like a random like injury that i like haven't really noticed because it's, it's hard like he when i does let me like he had a random like burn on his mouth one year from Aww. I don't know what. Like, I checked his heater and I don't know what. Um, <laughs> he was licking his heater, apparently. I, yeah. Making out with it. I used to use a, to a warming light until I was educated that they don't need warming lights because leopard geckos only need belly heat. Um, so oh, I think maybe something is warm. Tank got too hot. Yeah. I, I've stopped using that. Don't use it. Um, and then last year he had like a random lesion on his privates. That I had to put cream on, which he hated, um, and I hated. Uh, Everybody hated it. <laughs> so it was a bad time for all. Bef- to prep for his uh, appointment, he had just shed that week, so I gave him a soak because he um, he's really bad about getting the, the extra shed off his toes, and that's bad for leopard geckos because yeah. it can constrict and they'll lose a thingy. Um, so I <laughs> oh, gave a him thingy. a soak in like lukewarm water, and while he was in there, I cleaned his tank real good. Um, he hates both of those activities, and he super hated yeah. that I did both of those. Um, at once. At once. And so when I put him back in his tank, he went into his poop cavern. He has a specific cavern he likes to poop in. And he just <laughs> sat in there and was angry for 24 hours. I, I, I was like, where is he? He's not in his usual hide. That's right above his belly heater. I look, I'm like, you're in the poop cave. And I, you know, pick him up, put him in. I'm like, oh my god, there's no poop in there. Have you just been sitting in there sulking? And I, I, as I brought him in, I was like, Hey, he's like kind of bloated. Cause he just, ha- he's been protest, not pooping for a day. <laughs> he's been too angry to poop. Um, as soon as he started being handled by the vet, um, cause she has to like, you know, check all of the different things. He, yeah. this might get a little gross. He pooped so much and so fast. <laughs> I like, you know how people projectile vomited? I saw projectile poop. Um, 
I'm so sorry. This and, is pet ownership, though. Yeah, and the vet was, like, so funny. She's like, oh, perfect. Fresh uh, fecal for a fecal test. Um, so we <laughs> did an extra fecal sample test, which they didn't ask me to bring Why in. Why not? But, uh, you know, um, and it's it was easy because uh, uh, leopard geckos have urate. They don't urinize. They, they oh, sorry, urinize. They don't urinate. They have little <laughs> crystallized uh, PQ, pea rocks, basically, that come out of them. Um, huh. yeah, f- sorry. Um, we talk about a lot of gross stuff on this podcast, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, but other than that, he got such a good report card. He actually lost a gram before, and that oh, was, we weighed him before he pooped everywhere, which he actually needed to lose a gram because he was a little overweight, but she was like, yeah, his eyes and ears and everything looks good. And it's oh. funny cause we don't actually know how old Dash is. Uh, I was just going to ask. Um, they live to about 15, 20 years in captivity. Um, mm-hmm. She was like, is he 11? I was like, he might be a little bit older because uh, we don't know how old he was when he was adopted, really. And yeah. since the person I got him from was a child <laughs> when they got him, they only have like so much of an estimate. So, uh, So he could be 15, he could be 11, but yeah, he's... He's looking good. He's doing great. And That's great. He pooped everywhere. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Dash is kind of like what people expect cats to be. Just kind of angry yeah. in the corner staring at you in yeah. their poop cave. Yeah. Some cats aren't like that, but I would say most cats, if you treat them correctly and train them correctly... And like, yeah, like they're not like people think all cats are like yeah. people who hate cats. A lot think all of cats I think a like lot that. of cats people might have experience with are possibly cats that aren't treated the best or like feral cats because <laughs> they don't want I'm anything. Like, no, no, people. no. That's a leopard gecko. I know leopards kind of a cat, <laughs> but we're talking about lizards here. His name is Dash Toe because he's got all his toes still. Yeah, very he, fast. No, he does not have all of his toes. Oh no! Never he, mind. He lost Dash his toe because he lost his toe. He lost his toes when he was very little, before the first person had him. Um, because leopard geckos technically can't be kept, um, together. They can be violent towards each other. So yes. M- most often, if you see a young leopard gecko without toes, they probably got them chewed off. <laughs> um, Happens to the best of us. Yeah. Oops. It's like having a feral cat or a rescued cat. Sometimes they got little injuries. Um. All right, what have you read? Yeah, I read Here by Richard McGuire, which is a comic all set in the same room, like same living room. But every panel shows you a glimpse of a different time period. Huh. Going back to, it's like, it's kind of hard to describe, but basically you see what this place looked like before there were even humans as there were like Native American people living there. Uh, when there was just, like, uh, uh, food and random things growing, when it was just a field, <sighs> when it became a neighborhood. But it's none of it's in order. Um, and it even goes into the future of, like, past when we will be here and past when the Earth will exist. That's so cool. And it, it sounds like it shouldn't be a cohesive story, but it does uh, work. Um, there's some content because it's, like, multiple families, multiple stories, multiple people um, mm-hmm. in one room. And sometimes not in a room at all. So uh, <laughs> that will be linked and the story graph will be there. But I really enjoyed it. I kind of want to get a copy. Um, 
it, I that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, I got it from the library and um, kind of just grabbed it out of a whim, um, and it, it was very good. Um, yeah. Now that we've talked about a lot of different animals, well, just one <laughs> yeah. animal. Let's talk about the real thing we're here for. Yeah, let's talk about real fictional cats. Because <laughs> I'm Amber Hart. I'm Tanglefung. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? dunk on me in the intro sometimes i, I see things that aren't making sense okay i'm just adding some context adding some yeah. fun they aren't <laughs> they're the real reason we're here but they're not real the real reason we're here fake cats they're real in our hearts but sometimes we wish they weren't so in our hearts because they hurt our hearts because last time we were here we had our uh we finally kind of got to the gathering <laughs> and uh, had our conversation with uh, uh, Hawk Frost, and he, he was just kind of like, hey man, I, I think these guys suck and you should like, <laughs> trust me. With no proof. With no proof. He literally was just like, this is what I heard. This is what I heard. And, uh, and Hot uh, wind clan goss. Yeah, and, and then, and freaking... Bramble Claw was like, I take this as law. This is truth, as far as I know. This man I agree would never, with you. He would never lie to me or uh, take advantage of me or uh, bend the truth to, to never. make me uh, be on his side um, or trust him. Uh, weirdly, they didn't discuss their shared dream, but it was like hinted at, and I don't know if Hawk Frost just didn't get to that yet, or if he, like, threw that out there on purpose as he was walking away i don't know i i mean somebody else mentioned it like, right misty foot mentioned it so bramble claw got his confirmation i don't know if there's anything to confirm on hawk frost side if he was just like ah yes like maybe he took True. that all in stride of like yeah we can just see our dead True. evil dad in our dreams i i would say i think it was true because I do believe Hawkfrost is getting manipulation um, lessons from his dad because mm-hmm. uh, I do think that that there's like the, the slickness that he pulled that off with um, that whole conversation. I haven't seen him like I've seen him. I've seen him like uh, miss the hoop a couple times, like a couple times when he was yeah. on top of the stump. He was, like, not, like, some of his, he was not impressive. Like, he, like, visibly, like, was frustrated when not everyone, like, liked what he said. So, that was, either it was because, uh, is just so gullible and so easy to manipulate that he was like, oh, cool. Mm. Or he's gotten better at it, um, which both could be true. Um, but yeah, and, and, and then we got broken up. We got dumped. Oh yeah, we got dumped. Brambleclaw, uh, uh, scroll flight was... said, uh, you must not know about me. You must not know about me. Uh, to the left, to the left, everything you own, our entire friendship in the box to the left. Um, you know, she's like any man. I could have a man in a minute. And she did. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> she literally, 
Uh, just go listen to To the Left by Beyonce. Has that has there been a um a map? Oh, Warrior gosh. community. Warrior anime community. It doesn't even have to be good. <laughs> it, oh, it there's will be a thank good. you next. Oh. <laughs> With Squirrel Flight, which is pretty I dig it. I, I love it. I just I that you know what that's more I think generational. I think to the left was our thank you next. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think so too. Anyway, what's happening very now? Good. What's happening now? We're with our gal, uh, Leaf Paws, watching the cats at the gathering. Oh, thank God! So, it's yeah, been a little get, torturous oh, to only have Bramblecaw for the past two episodes. Yeah, let's see how great, how much you like this next conversation. Crap. <laughs> so Leaf Paw wants to ask Crowfeather how Morning Flower is. Oh, God. She had seen him with Wind Clan, but he had his head down, and now he's gone, and she thinks he couldn't be more annoying if he tried. Stop it. Cinderpelt snaps her out of her thoughts and tells her that the medicine cats are staying behind after the gathering. Leafpaw glances at Crowfeather. Could she talk to him before the gathering starts? No. She really wants to see how Morningflower is. No, no. We all love Morningflower. Is Morningflower there? No. She has other Wing Clan people she can ask. Cinderpelt follows her gaze. And she warns Leafpaw quietly to take care of where her affections fall. Remember no! that no! she is a medicine cat. No, no, no. Dang it, darn it, no. I didn't want this to happen. I didn't want the errands. To solidify it. Because if they're hitting us that hard over the head, that means all of my suspicions are correct. Crap, crap, Crowfeather and Leafpaw? Ew! Gross. She's... I think I made yeah. the joke already. She's like, I gotta fix this broken haunt. Oh my god. Let it shatter on the floor and what? kick the pieces under the rug. He can heal it on his own. He doesn't need your help. Also, what? Hey, Firestar. Why did your... No, oh my god. Oh my what? god. The twins inherited their terrible taste and men from their mom. Oh. Because <laughs> Firestar is, I would say, pretty good taste in women because before... No. Like, even yeah. before, like, we knew, uh, who, like, who was the sweet-smelling lady? I'm blanking real hard. Spotted Leaf? You just yeah, really try to, like, geez. to like, wipe her from your brain. Like, Spotted Leaf was, like, an appropriate crush to have. Like, oh my god, I love powerful yeah. women. Like, it got weird oh, after but she like, died. But, <laughs> which like, is crazy. But, but, again, as he was alive, though, he never really showed a... That he had a crush. Anyways, yeah. So. But, you know, my, I'm going with my... We digress. My theory yeah. is he had a little little tiny baby crush sure, on her and yes. it got weird. Um, yeah. It, like, it, all of, like, the people he's shown attraction to, pretty pretty cool people. Like, uh, his friend. Yeah, Graystripe's, like, kind of goofy, but he's funny. Um, I am counting Graystripe yeah. as someone he's attracted to because <laughs> they are in love. <laughs> um, and Squirrel... And, uh, sorry. Uh, Sandstorm. And, Sandstorm. 
are you kidding me? <laughs> like oh, queen. She's a babe. What a cat. Like, yeah, they had like a rough start, but like she was still still like a really formidable um apprentice and warrior. And we love an enemies to lovers. Right. It, I would say they were more and- like I mean, but yeah, you know, enemies one-sided to love, really, rivals it, to lovers. Because I don't think Firestar was her rival, but she was like, "You are my rival." I mean, yeah. I mean, it was kind of her her prejudices and her yeah. growing as a person. You know, yeah. Like it, yeah. It was, a, was it wasn't one sided enemies to lovers because he was like, "Hey, you seem cool," and she was like, I, "Get away from me, kitty pet." Like, <laughs> like, do not even look at me. Um. But uh. Yeah, because I, I don't know if Sandstorm had, like, a crush on... Who was her little buddy? Dustpelt? Was that Dustpelt? Dustpelt? Yeah, I don't know. It, we, they never really confirmed. I Like, maybe she considered it before Firestar, but maybe she honestly didn't even, like, think about it, because... Yeah, I mean, maybe it was kind of like a, oh, it's inevitable. Right, because what like, are her who options? who else is there? Running Wind? No yeah. thanks. I, I think she probably was like, eh, all right, I guess this is... Long I guess I'll pro- tail? Mm. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, she probably... Yeah, I don't think she was but, thinking so about that. So that just solidifies my um theory that that just means her taste in men is pretty abhorrent because... Yeah. Yeah, there's some, there's some cool things about Firestar, but she definitely did not start falling for him when he was at his best i would say <laughs> she liked him when he was at his like most paranoid and goofy like yeah i mean but hey she stuck through it i i would say yeah boy. they're a bit like high school sweethearts they grew with each other um mm-hmm. so god she cultivated that <laughs> she, that was a lot of labor honey um and i cannot believe she's passed I know, like, it literally nothing has happened, but the fact that the authors... <laughs> You're just so put, afraid. The fact that the authors have painted this beautiful... This moment... It's not a beautiful moment. They've painted the page with the big brush that says... uh, Yeah, they painted this scene with the big foreshadowing brush. And slapped you in the face with that paint. Yeah. The Aaron's... I've said it before and I'll say it again, aren't known for their subtlety. And that's fine because no. this is for no. younger folk. Yeah. You don't need to be subtle. No. I, I can Sometimes read in between the lines and I don't like what I'm reading. I wish I could not. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's kind of like those classic rom-com tropes where she's like, oh, he's the worst. What do you think is going to happen? It's even further back than that. This is like the, the, the Jane Austen era where they're like, no, pre-Jane Austen. This is like gothic romance where she's like, wow, look at him. He's all broody and broken. But what am I? A little governess who isn't, who in her place should never. Well, now I'm a nurse, but uh, we are so different. We're so different from each other. It can never work. And legally, I can't get married to him. I'm a nun. Literally. This is a gothic horror romance, and the horror part is me. I'm horrified. <laughs> well, Leafpaw protests that she does remember she's a medicine cat. Cinderpelt doesn't think she has any feelings of affection towards that bad-tempered furball. You better keep this energy for the does... rest of your life. 
girl. <laughs> All he does is make trouble. She just wanted to ask about Morning Flower. Cinder Pout looks at her with a hint of disbelief before <laughs> leading the way to the other cats. She's like making the face I'm making right now, which is okay. Yeah, okay, girl. Okay. Leafpaw thinks furiously as she follows. Affection for Crowfeather? She hates every last hair on his pout. The lady so. doc protests too much. I'm going to throw up. Well, Leafpaw is about to sit by Cinderpelt when she sees Squirrel Flight heading towards Ashfur. So let's go talk about sisters. Yeah! Distress pulses from Squirrel Flight, and Leafpaw feels it as painfully as if it were her own. She quickly darts to Squirrel Flight's side. Blackstar yowls for silence. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Have not mixed Blackstar. Miss Blackbird. Blackstar, sorry. <laughs> Leafpaw whispers to her sister, What's the matter? Have her and Brambleclaw fallen out again? Squirrelflight <coughs> tells her not to mention his name. It's over between them. Did the Aarons oh. think we couldn't survive with one, like, with, they're like, dang, with one terrible love story ending, I guess we have to start a new one or else people won't want to read these books. No, we could just, like, li like, honestly... I just I, I like know cat I love politics. the drama, but I would also take for a goofy girl uh summer. Like Yeah. <laughs> I'd love a goofy, goofy sister girl summer. Time. Silly um, sister summer. Sister summer. Come on. Come on, girls. Let's go. Let's explore the lake. Sorrel tail. Come on. Come on, sir. Yeah. Sor hey, Mistyfoot. Yeah. Mothwing, girl, get Mothwing, over here. We're going down the, to the we're lake. Like, we're like in the Barbie like dream car with the top down. <laughs> everything's pink. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Oh, Tawny Pelt, get in there, girl. I know you Tawny don't want to be trunk. there, but you're there. Tawny Pelt's the designated driver. Oh, you're right. Who would be in they the trunk? They call Tawny Pelt. We have to squirrel flights in the trunk. Squirrelflight's in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, to keep She wanted to be there. There's a seat right next to Leafpaw, but Squirrelflight <laughs> wants to be in the trunk. This is an old vehicle. It does not have a safety latch. <laughs> oh no, they forgot about Squirrelflight in the trunk. <laughs> She's fine. She had old Cheetos back there. She's like, I'm glad you guys found me before I had to uh, bear grills it. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> Okay, what what does Blackstar have to say though? All right, well first Leafpaw stares at her sister and asks, "What happened?" We're, oh, we're I didn't think we're actually to listen to Blackstar. I'm glad. I'm glad that we're gossiping instead of listening. Oh, thank goodness. So Leafpaw stares. What happened? Squirrelflight tells her that he's talking to Hawkfrost. He stood up for him, a warrior from another clan. He won't listen to her when she tells him that cat can't be trusted. Is that all? Leafpaw asks. Squirrelflight says she told Brambleclaw that Leafpaw knew Hawkfrost was untrustworthy, but he wouldn't take notice. Brambleclaw trusts Hawkfrost more than her. How can they be together if that's how he feels? Leafpaw, you need to be more supportive. Even if you don't agree, you need to be more supportive. That is the sister code. 
that is the sister code. You be supportive and then you discuss it once they've calmed down. Not the minute after they've broken up. You can feel her feelings. How are you messing this up? <laughs> Leafpaw feels completely helpless. She's a medicine cat. What does she know of romance? She understands how her sister could feel hurt, but she's puzzled that Squirrelflight would reject Brambleclaw altogether. I guess she's like, this is all it takes for you to drop a guy? And Squirrelflight's like, yeah, it should take less than this, actually. This is, this is weird, because like, they're making it sound like all medicine cats are like, rather than, um, you know, celibate, it's making them sound like, like they're ace. Like, entirely, like, asexual and aromantic, like, but... Yeah. Maybe... But, I mean, maybe I think we've seen over and over is that isn't bit? true. I mean, like, we... Yellowfang had a kid. Spotted Leaf obviously has a thing. Um, right, and, and that's the thing. You know, like, we see Bellas, over and like, over. They, like, under... Like, people who, like, choose to be celibate usually know they have attraction but it's like i am sacrificing this for this i am married to you know but then again leaf paw made this decision at what like age 12 right but i would also say like medicine cats are pretty in the know about romance because like they're seeing the results of it like every couple months there like i feel like maybe maybe leaf paw just tries not to think about it true that that she's choosing to be ignorant because i feel like living in a clan like all the elders do is gossip (laughs) And all you do yeah. when you're a kid is help the elders, so how can you not? <laughs> and they're probably rehashing old, like, war stories. And, Ugh, and by that, right? I do not mean battles. They are talking about when they broke up, and those two got together. And remember, like, no one really knows who the, the father of those kids are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also, just, like, Firestar's a lover boy. Firestar's a lover boy. Oh, they get God. all that big love from their it dad. It is annoying how much he loves his wife. Can you imagine being their kids? It'd be gross. Yeah, but they've all inherited that love gene. <laughs> right. They got big hearts. They got all the bad it, taste kids and got the big, big hearts. hearts. Bad taste, big hearts. It's a rough combo. Really rough combo. Leafpaw presses her muzzle to her sisters. She tells her to remember that they are half-brothers. It's natural for them to enjoy each other's company every once in a while. This is about trust, Squirrelflight insists. She doesn't care that Tigerstar is their father. This is about more than shared blood. Blood. The word rings in Leafpaw's ear. Uh-oh. The prophecy. She oh, right. She forgotten about the terrible dream she'd had. It floods back to her. What did it mean? Whose blood? Whose blood could it be? Blood will spill blood, Brenna. And the lake will run red. Yeah. But there'll be peace after, so that's cool. Well, she looks around for Cinderpelt. She's like, I just I just thought of this again. Maybe I should actually ask, you know. Yeah, girl. Maybe it. you should. Uh, but the leaders are ready to begin. I need you to hold on to that thought. I need you to hold on to it. No matter what happens and what drama is about to play out on a stump, hold on to that. Before we hop on this stump, want to hit me with a cat fact? I'm not sure. 
if what is happening to me counts as manifestation, like I threw something into the universe and it came straight, it came to me somehow, or uh, yeah. if it's just my data is being sold and um, I am surprised it's taken the internet overlords this long to realize I am interested in interesting cats, but who am I to yeah, it's your data. You know, look a gift horse in the mouth? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, data overlords. <laughs> um, another thing that popped up on my TikTok for you page uh, helped me find this cat fact. So uh, this is an account uh, called at the at symbol Acrocats, A-C-R-O-C-A-T-S. It will be linked, but um, it's like acrobats, but cats. Um, and this video, I just, I'm going to describe this video because I was immediately enamored um, and I, I will have it linked, but I'm, I'm going to describe it to you, Maureen, because I need you to have this visual okay. in your heart. Okay. Um, Thank you. Th- three cats on a stage. Three cats. Uh, a, a black and sparkly stage with a blue light shining down on them. Um, there is a person uh, to the left that's like sort of giving them directions. And the three cats from left to right, there is an, from, from left to right, starting on the left, orange tabby. Playing a guitar. These these are real cats. This is a real video. Hold on. That is that is just not what I expected you to say. I I do mean it was playing it. Like whenever the direction is given to him, the orange tabby like strums the guitar with their paw, like actively is doing it. Like all right, no one's behind this cat, like moving their paws. The cat is is like going at the guitar. Um, next center of the stage, there is a gray tabby playing a drum set. There's drumsticks. This is real. This is real. I promise. The drumsticks are attached. So like when the paws go at them, they seesaw and hit the drums. And finally on the right, there's another gray tabby going ham on a toy piano, which is probably the most like visually you can see that. Um, Shout out to uh, my cousin and roommate, Caitlin, for helping me identify the cat colors. The stage uh, blue light was made kind of hard to tell. Oh. <laughs> uh, all of the cats are wearing little clown ruffs on their neck, and they're having oh. a blast. Like, their tails are going, and their ears are forward, and, like, uh, with, like, what the uh, person is doing, I can tell this is voluntary. Like, they are directing them, like, possibly, pro- most likely with their clicker and, like, some treats. But these cats are loving this. They're loving it. Um, the, the, the music is cacophonous. It sounds terrible, but it is happening. Um, That's all that matters. So, I'm like, what, what, what is this? I need to know more. Uh, luckily, like, all over the page, like, on the actual stage and, uh, like, the text overlaying the video, it says The Rock Cats. So, I click on the TikTok account, I follow their links, and this video was a performance in Asheville in 2021 by The Rock Cats, who are part of the amazing Acro Cats of The Rock Cat Rescue. How do we get tickets to this show, Brenna? Oh, girl, they're on tour right now. <gasps> Where are they continue. coming to me? They're not. Okay. Gonna, they're not coming anywhere near either of us. Oh. I I did look. They're going to Chicago, but when? In July. Oh no! no. Trust and believe. I did look. Let me double check right now. <laughs> From 6-15, from the 15th to the 18th, they're going to be in Madison, Wisconsin. 16th to the 18th? 15th to the 18th. Hey, 
fifteenth to the eighteenth. Hey babe, do you want to go see the amazing? A- what what's their name? The amazing Acrocats. Ama- do you want to go see the amazing Acrocats live on tour? I think this is important. <laughs> yeah, it is please. so important. But you guys can discuss it like later today. <laughs> yeah, we'll discuss it like adults later today. <laughs> about whether we can go see musical playing cats okay i'm i'll send you the link but i'm you have to wait till after the episode because i need you to okay okay. Okay. um so (laughs) the rock cat rescue was started by samantha martin who from a young age knew she wanted to be an animal trainer she started at age nine like training the family dog um and she like made it happen uh she trained all types (laughs) of animals um in her uh a ongoing um a talent agency amazing animals and one day she met tuna a white cat that like she just knew was a real rock star in the making like it, he was a rock she was a rock star already and martin was yeah, like i'm with gonna make no you a rock star so martin i'm started... gonna hone those skills and make you a real star yeah <laughs> Martin started the Rock Cat shows around 2005 with Tuna as the leader of the band. Um, all of this while still maintaining her talent agency. She used these shows to keep her cats, like, well-honed, um, like, with their mm. skills and clicker uh, training. Eventually, it evolved into a whole touring show that featured all sorts of cats that traveled the states. Um, their purpose for doing this is to encourage adoption and fostering, educate on clicker training, and help shelters and humane societies initiate clicker courses to encourage, um, like, training of animals and animal enrichment and adoption. Um, the, All right. The shows awesome. have a variety of acts and variety of cats and variety of animals that have been part of it. Um they partner with local adoption agencies when they're on tour, maintaining a home base in Chicago. You know, over the years, they've helped 140 cats, probably more, be adopted. And even when Tuna passed away in 2017 and Samantha Martin uh, successfully battled, battled cancer in 2019, um, the band oh, is girl. still touring um, with respect to COVID restrictions, of course. Um, they, yeah. like, only recently started touring again. Um They've been featured on numerous local news channels and were part of the Netflix documentary we already mentioned in a previous episode, Cat People. Um, that was when we were in uh, uh, Greece. That was last time we mentioned them. I need to... Uh, that was a Netflix documentary? I need yeah, to find that. I believe it is still there. Okay. Um, okay I gotta and go. they were also featured on PBS Nova. Um, Ooh. Which that little video let I have linked. Um, they're a rescue organization and do benefit from donations. Uh, when they tour, they usually give a portion of the show sales to local agencies. Um, but this whole story has not been without struggle. Um, they're actually currently running a GoFundMe uh, for ongoing legal issues. Um, I will link it oh. and encourage everyone who's interested in donating to do their own research before donating. Um, but basically, they got scammed last time they ran a fundraiser and this fundraiser is in response to the legal issues and stolen funds um it makes me really sad that that could happen but since this legal dispute is like not resolved i'm just gonna say this is all alleged and donate if you would like um so there there is like a I'll, i'll link it so you can read what samantha martin like everything she said all the updates um but uh, you can also directly donate to the rescue on their website. Um, you can check out their current tour. Uh, it's going to be in the Midwest 
and in the East Coast. Um, and you could also watch a full performance of their show, uh, like, after donating slash buying it on their website under shop. And they also have merch. Oh. So, uh, it's a really cool organization with a lot of social media and very talented um, cats that have been rescued and adopted. They have a whole uh, section on their website that's just dedicated to cats they've helped be helped get adopted. So, it's How really lovely. fun. <laughs> um, and it's been going for forever. Thank you. Yeah. That's great. Excited to watch their performance. I know. I'm jelly. I wish they were coming to Minnesota, but you know what? I understand. There's limits. Uh, all right. Speaking of performances, are you ready for this gathering to actually, <laughs> actually yeah, there's start? There's been a lot of anticipation for this. Yeah. Let's get to it, finally. All right. So we're going to start. Um, blomp, blomp. One whisker tries to leap onto the stump, but slips and falls awkwardly. That's there good. isn't enough room for all of them. Yeah, we know. Le Leopard Star and Fire Star exchange an uncomfortable glance. And Black Star tells him to stay down there. They need to start the gathering. So One Whisker sat at the roots of the stump. And Squirrel Flight remarks that it looks like he isn't even a proper leader. Ouch. Not what One Whisker's image needs right now. This hurts. Blackstar starts the gathering by telling the clans that they have set their boundary marker along the small thunder path. He asks Leopardstar if it suits River Clan. Perfectly. Thank you, Blackstar. <laughs> Blackstar seems surprised that she didn't argue. But. With that boundary, the dock and the cabin would be on ShadowClan's territory. So any two-leg issues would be for ShadowClan to deal with. So. That's nice. Blackstar continues by telling them where they've put the ThunderClan boundary. Oh, right. We haven't even, like, done that yet. Right. Well, we had a fight over it already. Yeah. Well, Firestar says calmly that it would make more sense to make the stream the boundary all along the border. But Blackstar argues that it veers into their territory and there are pine trees on both sides. If Firestar didn't like where they were set, he should have set his own quicker. Firestar gives Blackstar a long look, then nods. Very well, he tells Blackstar. And then tells them where ThunderClan has set their markers. Set one paw step over that boundary, and ThunderClan will have something to say. Oh, like out loud we said that? Yeah, Ooh. we said that out loud. Ooh. Well, Firestar goes on and tells One Whisker that he thinks they should go with their original plan. If they use the stream, both clans will have access to water. Because if you remember last episode, One Whisker gave a good chunk of territory. Right. Thunder Clan. After right. there was a little scuffle. Right. Not really a scuffle, just kind of an uncomfortable, like, hey, I think this is supposed to be ours. <laughs> well, Squirrel Flight says she doesn't know why Firestar's worried about water. There's a lake. They're not going to go thirsty. But Leafpaw tells her that she's missing the point. 
It means Wind Clan gets back what stretch of woodland that one whisker gave to them. Squirrelflight asks if this is Firestar's way of turning him down without making it look like Wind Clan was being too generous in the first place. A lot of breakups. And Leaf Paw nods. Leaf Paw's like, yeah, good job, sis. You got it. She's really, really helping her sister along here, helping her pass his math class. Yeah. Or rather, her political science class. <laughs> well, one whisker thanks Firestar, and he sounds relieved. He said that is fine by Wind Clan, and they'll take the fence on the far side of Horse Place as their border. That leaves the rest of the territory for River Clan, Leopard Star says. Except for where they are now, Firestar warned. This place should belong to no clan, so they have some place to gather. Leopard Star's eyes narrow. Firestar is very eager to give part of her territory away. And Blackstar, for once, supports Firestar on this one. <laughs> you would not believe, guys. Mark it in your calendars. Blackstar's agreed. With Firestar. Well, Blackstar says we have to gather somewhere, and there's nowhere else with enough room for them all. Leopardstar insists that this is obviously River Clan territory. There are important herbs growing in these marshes. Firestar touches her shoulder with his tail. Ugh. He says their medicine cats hope Star Clan will show them a better place to gather. She can give up her claim now. And maybe by the next full moon, she'll be able to treat this place as hers. Don't touch Leopard me. Star hesitates before giving a curt nod. River Clan will let the clans gather here for now. If there's no sign from Star Clan in the next few moons, they will have to reconsider. We'll have to reconsider a lot. <laughs> yeah. Firestar goes on to tell about how ThunderClan is settling in very well, of course. And he finishes, the, you know, that they have a new warrior. Spiderleg will be sitting oh, yeah. his vigil tonight. Remember Spiderleg? Yeah. Yeah. Got that one long leg. Gross. <laughs> a shadow falls across the clearing. A cloud drifted over the moon. Uh oh, Spider-Leg is evil! So not enough to hide it, but enough to make the night dark and eerie. A cold, damp wind sweeps in from the lake, <sighs> ruffling fur and rattling the branches what? above them. What's wrong with Spider-Leg? <laughs> it does kind of seem like maybe they are upset about like, spider Like, I don't know but... what they're trying to communicate, because they... They know we're idiots. They gotta make it a little more obvious. We don't have a we don't have a goose feather anymore who could read a a whisper on a on a, a mouse's back. Like, <laughs> well, cats begin to shift uneasily and glance over their shoulders. <laughs> Spider legs specifically. Ashfur mutters that this isn't four trees. They felt safe there. And Leaf Paul reminds him that Star Clan is with them wherever they are. We sure? But no one seems reassured by her words. <laughs> oh no. Firestar tells One Whisker to come up on the stump to report. Come, One Whisker, come up on this stump. Yeah, yeah. Um so Firestar jumps Why down do they so all One just Whisker stand on can the take ground, his place. These freaks. 
Because <laughs> they gotta be a little taller than everybody so everyone else. everyone can see them? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what you look like. Gosh. Yeah, just... You have to project. If you're gonna be a leader, you gotta learn good uh, speech making. Yeah, project. Well, one whisker begins by saying they've settled into their camp. Speak up. We can't hear you. Heavy Step, a River Clan elder, interrupted. <laughs> okay, Heavy Step, you hater. And he won't if he doesn't keep quiet. And to leap past surprise, it's Mudclaw who sprang up to defend one whisker. He says to listen to what their leader has to say. So? Did we have an enemies to lovers behind the scenes? <laughs> I don't know, it's been a week or two. Just they took all that angsty energy and they ended up making out by the dirt place? Like... <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Where else are they going to meet? I don't know. I don't know a lot of locations in camps. And there are a few places that are appropriate. Where are they going to make out? In the nursery? Gross. Uh, in the elder's den? Also gross. In the warrior's den? Uh, no, everyone's there. In the leader's den, I doubt that one whisker has one. Oh, he's gotta. He's gotta at least have a... Right, but Mudclaw isn't gonna go in there, because every time he goes in there, he has to actually mark his territory. Like, and (laughs) so he's been forbidden by one whisker to go in there. Fair, fair, fair. They were making out by by Dirt Place. Just kidding. Uh, Mudclaw is doing this to get himself in good graces with everyone again. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Anything's possible. Maybe he found, found some loyalty. Yeah. Probably not. This is Mudclaw. We'll see. All we'll right. see. <laughs> well, one whisker continued. He said two of their elders were ill but are recovering. They thank ThunderClan for the help they sent. I forgot about that. I forgot about oh? the poop mystery. We talked about it at the beginning with Crowfeather. Or, you know, we wanted to talk about I don't remember about why we wanted to check in <laughs> about that elder. I was too distracted by the fact that we were going to go talk to Crowfeather. I don't remember you. I don't remember the reason. That's fair. She could, she could talk to whispers. any cat. <laughs> but Crowfeather was sent to be her assistant. So. I, you say this as if this is going to change the fact that I didn't remember why they were talking. No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember how this unfortunate chain of events started, uh, but I do know I don't like it. <laughs> Maybe you'll like how it ends. Uh-oh. Someone's gonna die. Leafpaw whispers to Squirrel Flight that he shouldn't have said that. It makes it sound as if Weighted Clan can't cope without ThunderClan. Maybe they can't, Squirrel Flight muttered. Mm-hmm. Squirrel Flight, I know you're angry. Put that away. We're in public. I don't know. That's, I mean, her mentor thinks the same, her former mentor thinks the same thing. It's a kind of a popular opinion. Yeah, but like, don't say it out loud that loud. I mean, they're whispering. She's muttering. Right. Over Squirrel Flight's shoulder, Leafpaw glimpses something moving in the shadows. A dog. The horse is loose. Other cats seem to share her sense of danger nearby. Half of the cats spring up, claws extended. We didn't do a perimeter check? 
It took us so long to start this meeting, and no one thought to do a perimeter check. Two shapes slip out of the darkness. Foxes. Oh, this is going to be so funny. Watch these two foxes get absolutely wrecked by 50 cats. <laughs> Even if half of them don't fight. Oh, God, they're going to scatter yeah. and ruin this. But, like, if they if they would not act like actual cats for once, instead act like the warriors they're written to be, which half the time they, they aren't really acting like real cats. No, they're really not. God, oh, I'm uh, so mad know. this isn't about to be... Up like a dog pile of 50 cats on these two foxes about to ruin their lives. And end them. The foxes creep closer, undaunted by the number of cats in the clearing. Great, they're stupid! Get them! With a fierce yowl, Dustpelt hurls himself at them. If something happens to Dustpelt, I'm quitting the podcast! Maureen, what is that face you just made? <laughs> a fox snaps at him, but he's too fast. Clawing Get its side, go! darting out of range. Go! That dad has lost everything. He is gonna let them take him. No, but he still has a little boy to live for. So, no, but still someone help him. He has a little Hawk boy to Frost. live for. Hawkfrost, Rainwhisker, and Russifer race to join them. Oh, thank God. And behind them, more cats start forward in a snarling, bristling line. Yeah. Well, don't do a conga line, guys. Surround them. <laughs> Outmatched, the foxes turn tail and flee. No! Someone get one of their legs! One dog pile! Well, Dustpelt and some others chase them into the darkness. <laughs> and they return one by one, none of them injured. Well, that was funny. I'm, I was actually surprised that it went well. And I got a little bit of what I wanted, which means we're about to be cursed with a lot of things I don't want. Dustpelt goes up by the base of the stump. They won't be so curious next time, he growled. <laughs> cool, dude. Wow. Uh, Gosh, your wife probably isn't even here to see this right now. Or she's there and she's like, we gotta have more kids. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now. I'm sure they will. That was the hottest thing I've ever seen. Also, I'm mad at you, but that was super hot. I'm gonna yell at you and kiss you so hard, man. <laughs> He's not going to shut up about this for two months, but I don't even care. Oh my gosh. She's like, everyone should have listened to my husband. <laughs> wow. Would you do that? Look at him. He's going to beat up a fox for me. Oh my God, you. babe. <laughs> who, who, who is the first? Wait, wait, guys. I forgot. At the gathering, who was the first one to front of the foxes? Was it my man? It was. <laughs> and their kid's like, I don't, I, I don't want, I don't want to be in the nursery anymore with her. <laughs> Please make me an apprentice fire <laughs> like, They're like, you're fine. You can't. He's like, I don't care. I'll risk my life. Like, I'm done. Bro, you can child soldier me. I'm <laughs> ready to get out of here. It's it's cool because I'm volunteering. It's not like it's not like that one guy who did it. Firestar's <laughs> like, absolutely not. Also, what is your dad telling you? All of your mistakes? Oh. Ah, oh, fair. That's on brand. Sounds, sounds about right. 
Well, a few cats congratulate him, but most are still uneasy, peering into the darkness. <laughs> on high alert. I mean, that's fair. Leafpaw looks up to the sky, wishing desperately that they could be back at Four Trees. Was that the? Was that what they were trying to tell us with that cloud? Or have they not Probably. like mastered airbending yet? I mean, I, I mean, hey, this is a new place. And remember, they're really tired because they had to travel far. The dead cats? I'm talking about Star Clan. No, yeah, I'm talking about the Star Clan. Remember? They're dead. It was a long journey. It they was a long, hard sleep. journey for them too. They don't it's sleep. Like... How else would they know about everything that's happening and also what's happening in the future? How do they know what's happening in the future? Moving on. Um, it was a long, hard journey for them. They are. They were the here before are too us. Heavy. They've had longer <laughs> to recover. And all they could do to warn us about the foxes coming, rather than striking us with lightning or sending down a smelly lady to physically be like, hey, there's a fox coming. Like, who is she? I, don't we I, love our smelly lady? Why am I? I don't know. We I asked this earlier. You got this. I believe in you. Spottedly? Yeah. Okay. Look at you. I have to go through all the oh. S words and all the S ladies. Like, I'm like, Silverstream? No. Sandstorm? She's alive. Um, <laughs> when Sandstorm dies, it's going to get worse. Because then it's going to be two yeah. dead wives with an S name. Oh, you think Sandstorm's going first, do you? No. I, I just, when she does die, and I'll have to remember Firestar's wife... It'll be difficult. If I, if I, I mean, yeah. Firestar has more lives, but he's stupider. So, uh, I still think Sandstorm will love him, or they'll die at the in the same in the same minute. Just poetically, poetically. Um, All right, right. Blackstar says, <laughs> let's end this gathering and get home before anything else happens. This gathering sucked. Unless someone has something else to say. Don't. No one speaks. Thank you. Cats begin dividing back up into their clans. There's none of the usual gossip. Everyone wants to leave quickly. <laughs> Darn it. Leafpaw tells Squirrel Flight that she needs to stay behind. There's a medicine cat meeting. Ah, uh, ball. <laughs> Is that a curse word if I say balls? I don't think so. Ah, uh, balls. I don't. Think that I don't... An Man, that's that was really scary. None of us are good at fighting. Can we have a? Can we have a, an escort? <laughs> well, Squirrel Flight asks if she'll be okay. What if those foxes come back? Would she come back if Dustpelt had clawed her? Fair. Fair point. Uh, no, she wouldn't. Uh-uh. Probably not. Well, Ashfur is waiting for her, and they race off, side by side, towards the lake. And Leafpaw notices for once that Squirrelflight doesn't wait to see where Brambleclaw is. Good for her. I'm... He's watching Hawkfrost <laughs> gather RiverClan warriors. I know she didn't say anything, but not, like really that encouraging. But I'm I'm mad that she's like for her toxic relationship <laughs> by not being actively against it. She's for it. 
Well, Leafpaw wonders if Squirrelflight could be right. Was he obsessed with his kin? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. He is. Yes. Yes. Mothing is next to her. They're meeting now. Oh, cool. Oh, hey, girl. Leafpaw? Yeah, right, girl? Hey. Leafpaw holds her back and asks about her elders. She says they're fine, but she's so sorry. She should have checked the water more carefully. Leafpaw tells her it's not her fault. Yeah, a little bit. Besides, it just meant that they had to find herbs quicker than they might have done. So that's, like, kind of a, a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to over there, right? <laughs> <laughs> the medicine cats gather beneath some brambles. Barkface, the eldest of the medicine cats, begins the meeting. He says the incident with the foxes makes it clear that they need a better place to gather. They also have to find a moonstone. I'm sad. This he is asks the if first anyone has had any signs. I remember us going to in this much detail, and we're not even gonna goss. Right. We're just gonna. Hey, has anybody got any signs? No. Everybody shakes their head. But we do. Leafpaw did have a weird dream, didn't she? But it didn't really tell her anything. Just if the you blood, were going to tell your boss, prophecy. you should just throw it out there. Right. But that's not about a moonstone. That's about I don't know. Something Even tell weird. your underqualified girlfriend. Freaky. I don't care. We can. We can. We. Wait a minute. Sorry, I was about hmm. to say we can multitask, and then I realized I think we're out of pause for Leafpaw. Yeah, leaf paws out of paws. Uh, leaf paws has because okay, let's count. Let's count the the the. I guess not just girlfriends now, but every date mate issues. Um, uh, oh right. So we got, so we got, we got Mothwing in one hand. Mothwing in one hand. Sorreltail has another hand. Sorreltail was another. like kind of. Was Sor- was it Sorreltail and? Uh, Brackenfur. Brackenfur. That's fine. Uh, but Sorrowtail also has two paws. Yeah, Sorrowtail also has oh, two. She's got four paws. Four paws, yeah. Um, and honestly, I think I think Brackenfur would be like, all right, I love my wife, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever cool. makes her, I love my wife. I love my bi wife. <laughs> um, and we don't know, Brackenfur might be bi. Maybe he's bi too. Like, Maybe he's bi. He's more than an ally. Um, and wasn't there another? Oh! Yeah, her, uh, I suppose I suppose one paw has been freed up because um, Cody is gone. Cody is gone. So, but you're gonna replace that with Crowpaw Feather. <laughs> I won't give him the respect. Um, <laughs> what's he gonna do? Is he gonna change his name to Crowleaf? He's just gonna go through these ladies like that. Ugh! He's lucky he didn't get a chance to say anything this episode. He would have lost points. He would he would have said hi yeah. to her. Lost a point. Ooh, I'm done with him. All right, feeling a little less. Uh... I was giving him the benefit of the doubt, and then Leafpaw you fell really in love with were. him. I know that's not his fault, but I'm mad about it. Feeling a little less generous to poor Crowfeather. Well, she hasn't fallen in love with him, but. <laughs> All right. What? What? Yeah. We have. We have to find. We have to find a good place to meet. Yeah, you're right. Wait. What about pause? Do you mean she's just juggling too much right now? Because she also got a weird prophecy. 
No, I was like, you know, they only have four paws to have that. They could really only have four girlfriend, boyfriends, or date mates. So I thought we were out. I thought we were out of paws. Like, she can't have any more girlfriend, <laughs> okay, boyfriends. Okay, that has to do with the moonstone. Uh, I don't. It really didn't have anything to do with it. Okay. I was just, I was just okay. remembering leaf paws. <laughs> You're just like, oh no, she no, out? It really, no, really hit me paw. just right then that we were out of options for her. But technically, I think we have one, one, one back right paw still open. Um, yeah. Unless if Cody comes back though, <laughs> shove Crowfeather off a cliff. You know, girl, what I mean? watch out. Well, Cinderpelt says the Moonstone is more urgent. We have another moon before we need to find a gathering place. But one whisker needs his name in nine lives now. That's true. Wait, who is that? Barkface is the Wind Clan, Wind Clan. cat. Yeah. Hey, Wind Clan. But this wait. is Cinderpelt saying. That. I know, Wind Clan, get your priorities right. Why would that not be your number one? Well, Little Cloud says Star Clan knows what they need. Maybe they're trying to tell them and they aren't recognizing the signs. Barkface doesn't think so. This is too important. Like, this is... Like, they wouldn't let us miss this sign. And I'll be honest, the only sign they have actually given us, even though none of us, not everyone in this circle knows it, isn't at that useful for what we actually need. It's not a practical... No, it's really not. It's not a practical no. prophecy. It's not... The prophecy didn't say, look to the way the sun touches this blue tree. And they're like, blue tree? Oh my god, we have to figure that out. Like... No, it's really just something to kind of give you anxiety. Yeah, they're just like, Leapon didn't have enough of that. Things are going to suck. Uh, can we? Can you help us with the things better. we need to live our everyday lives? Absolutely not. No, just it doesn't have Star this Clan. weird, ominous, dreadful poem. Starclan is just being Starclan. <sighs> Mothwing suggests that maybe there isn't a moonstone place here. Can we take Can we take a field trip to the the, 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 the freaking island already? I know what's gonna happen. Can we just do it already? Barkface gives her a withering look and Leaf Paul winces. Yeah, I if there Well, if there isn't, then this isn't the place Star Clan wants yeah. them to stay. Mothwing Does also... she want to tell them that the clans need to move again? Okay, Barkface, but I also think, like, it, we should keep that option open, because, like, what if we were wrong? <laughs> like, it Maybe. would suck, but, like, you know. Mothwing looks down at her paws. What if I shame her for having ideas? Right. Well, Cinderpelt says all the same. He's it's under a lot of stress, but also, like, if come they on. Don't... Rude. Yeah. It might be what they have to do if they don't find a sign soon. The clans can't survive without a place to share tongues with Star Clan. Yeah, we'll just wait till we're like not starving as much. Little Cloud says quietly that maybe this isn't the place Star Clan meant for them to be. See, Little Cloud just but said, Bark it. "Are you going to say anything to him, Barkface?" Barkface says, "If they tell the clans that, many will refuse to leave." Wow. Then what? Then Leafpaw we feels let guilt. them stay. I mean, it's kind of an option A or an option B here, and I'll give them a week and they'll be running paths to catch up with us. 
Leafpaw feels guilt gnawed her. Her sister had been one of the cats to lead them here. Yeah, it's all her fault. And she had been the one to interpret the starlight reflected in the water as the sign that Star Clan had been waiting for them. Had they been wrong? I don't remember that. The starlight in the water? Remember when uh, she had a dream in the mountains and Spotted Leaf oh, was like, Oh, yeah, but Look okay. at the water. And hey, then they saw hey, the lake Leafpaw, and there's some the flaws stars. in your logic. One, you didn't share that with anyone. Two. No, yes, she did. She oh, told Cinderpelt and Cinderpelt told everyone. Oh, right. Uh, but there is still a flaw in her logic. <laughs> your sister wasn't one of the chosen ones. No, but she was one of the ones who led them. Right, yeah, but like she wasn't. I mean, the- she had a part in it. Yeah. But, you know, she's just like, ooh, like, we kind of, like, me and my sister, we're one, and we did this. She's she's, she's taking a lot of blame here. That isn't all. She is. All all of the clans had a part of bringing us here, so. Chill out, honey. Will they blame you? Probably. That's how these books work. Well, Leafpaw suggests that StarClan may want them to go look for signs. Oh, yeah. Cinderpelt nods. They'll keep a careful lookout until the next half moon. Barkface adds that patrols should keep a lookout for a tunnel like Mothermouth. If that's all, Barkface says, they may as well go home. Okay. So, I think we'll stop here. We're not quite done with the medicine cats yet. Did we get through a chapter? But I think... We did not make it through a whole chapter. Nice. I don't know why I was worried. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. We're not quite done with the medicine cats, but we actually got through the gathering, which apparently yeah. was, we had to really build up for, for literally nothing to happen. I thought something was like, I mean, there was a fox attack. That was pretty wild. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was. But honestly, but all that really happened was just the just drama around super it. hot muscles. And yeah, the issue was over. Those foxes were dumb. I think if I saw thirty horses in a field, I would turn around and leave. I know that that's not like um, I'm not a. <laughs> Does that... You to horses? No, I think it'd be um you to a bunch of dogs. I you would still leave over a field of Labradors. No, 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 it would have to be something I would actually like actually eat. I think. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, do you eat? Walk into no. a field of 30 chickens? I'm chickens. nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, 50, 50 chickens. Like, I know gonna, that's like what farms are. But like, I'd be like, ah, I'm out here. <laughs> but you're not just gonna go grab a chicken and leave. Yeah, because I feel like they would just all attack me. <laughs> Those foxes mm-hmm. were stupid. I think we can all agree. If you agree yes. that the foxes were dumb and Dustpel was super hot and cool and awesome in that moment and his <laughs> wife is so in love with him, uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WCWIPCast. <laughs> or if you want to email us and let us know in our inboxes how hot and beautiful Dustpels is. And also, yeah, uh, those foxes were pretty dumb. Uh, our email is WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, uh, share this episode with a friend. Be like, hey, back to basics. These two girls cannot get through a chapter. Uh, so, return to classic yeah, yeah. form. Um, well, next week's going to be real juicy. 
And by next week for y'all, I mean in ten minutes for you, Brenna. Prepare. <laughs> Prepare. Because I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tangletron. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.